You're listening to Perry Noble's thoughts on leadership, vision, and creativity. You can find Perry online at perrynoble.com. Hello and welcome to the July 2013 edition of the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. Uh, my name's Shane. I'll be your host today. Uh, and we're going to dig into a topic we're real excited about. Uh, and we're going to focus on a conference we've got coming up this fall. But before we get to that... Perry, we've got also some exciting news for next spring. We're taking a trip. You're going to lead a trip to Israel. And so um, why don't you tell our listeners about that and also uh, why they can be involved if they would like to. Uh, yeah, we got a trip to Israel coming up, and it is going to be awesome. Let me just say this. If you've never gone to Israel, it takes the Bible from black and white to color. And I'm not going to use this whole podcast to, to talk about it. I'm just going to say the dates are March 27th through April the 4th. Um, all the information is on our website, www.newspring.cc, and you can find a button to talk about our Israel page. And it is one of the questions, one of the reasons we're addressing it on this podcast is church leaders have been asking, um, hey, I'm not a part of New Spring. Can I go? Yes, it's open to anyone that'll pay the price to go. Amen. So there you go. Uh, you can go check it out on the website, and it'll be a lot of fun. Yep, it's going to be awesome. And as someone else who's been over there, I'm just telling you, you need to go. You absolutely need to go. If you love scripture if you love jesus if you love the bible it will change the game for you so be a part of that we'd love to have you go uh, with us on that trip uh today's topic perry we're gonna jump into uh and we've got some guests today and i'll get to those in just a second but in october 24th of this year 2013 we're gonna host a conference that we're calling unleash your children's and student ministry uh, it's uh, a a very uh, uh cost-efficient conference, $79 uh, to be a part of that. The information's at unleash.cc, our website there. You can get everything there. But we're going to focus our attention uh, to talk about why it would be important to be a part of that. And as a part uh, of the conference, or even before the conference, we just want to highlight the importance of student ministry and children's ministry uh, as well. So Anyway, today we do have a couple of special guests with us. The first is Sherry Duffy. She's our Kids Spring director. Kids Spring is our children's ministry here at New Spring, and she leads the teams that create our children's uh, curriculum uh, and oversees our campus operations. Also with us, uh, Perry, is Brad Cooper, our family ministries director. Brad leads our Kids Spring and Fuse team, and he's going to be here to talk about our student ministry in particular. Uh, So, Perry, uh, I'm just going to jump right in. Uh, and ask you a few questions to kind of set the day up. The first is this. Why is the success of children's ministry and student ministry so vital for an overall church's health? Um, great question, Shane. It's it's really simple. Uh, the number one dropout rate for people in church today are people between the ages of 18 and 25. And I heard someone much wiser than me say this one time. The reason they're dropping out of church is because they they went to one. Um, and the reason they drop out of church is because I think the church for 18 years um, bores these children to death. Um, we bore them by putting them in uncreative environments with people that don't really want to work with them in the first place in, in many cases. Not all cases, but in many cases. And in the second case, we, we put them in a youth ministry um, where we might pay a part-time person to come in in the summer, but we don't invest in it. We don't invest time. We don't invest resources. We don't invest people. And so when they get to the age of 18 years old, they walk away from the church, and, and many of them never come back. So one of the reasons that this is healthy 
is for the longevity of the church um, and for the longevity of, of these these kids. Listen, their walk with God matters, and, and it matters so much that the church should invest whatever is necessary to reach them on their level to teach them about who Jesus is. So when they get to college, they walk away from home. They don't walk away from their faith. That's good. And so what you're saying, if I'm hearing you right, is it's, it's important not just as a way to serve parents while they're at church. Right. It's actually investing in the future of the overall church because these are people that are going to choose to either bail out of church or stick with it when they get to that age you talked about. Or lead it. Or lead it. Yeah, these are the future leaders of the church. So if we teach them that Jesus is boring, irrelevant, and doesn't matter for the first 18 years of their lives, what kind of church culture are the ones that stick in church going to actually lead one, one day? Answer, the kind of church that nobody will want to attend. Ooh, that's good. Well, let's talk about New Spring in particular. As the senior pastor of New Spring, what's your vision for these two ministries at our church? I want the children. I, I've told, I've told um, Sherry since the day we hired her, kids are, I, I got two questions. Every time a parent comes to pick up kids, did you have fun? What did you learn? And in that order, I want them to have fun, and I want them to learn something. My daughter is in the Kids Spring program. She's six years old. Every week when I take her home, I ask her, did you have fun today? What would you learn? And she can always tell me what she learned. That's a win every week for our children's ministry. For our student ministry, I want to engage them with a practical, relevant environment where they can continually fall in love with Jesus all over, all over and over and over and over again. Um, and, and we do that. We engage them on the weekends. Um, m- many of our FUSE students, that's what we call our student ministry FUSE, are serving on Sundays, um, and then we engage them with a midweek service. And it's not something that we just kind of haphazardly put together. We invest a lot of time, energy, mo- and resources, um, which equals money, uh, into that environment so students show up at church and they know um, they matter to God, and the way they know they matter to God is because they matter to this church. That's good. Well, that kind of leads to my next question. How important is it for the senior pastor or senior leader of a church to believe in these ministries and also resource these ministries? I have strong opinions, and and you might not agree with me on on this, but you you can be wrong, and that's fine. Um, I, I believe. Agree with you, Perry. Yeah, I know you do. I know okay. you do. But the, I just want to get that on the record. Hey, I, I'm glad you do, man. Um, that here's here's the deal with with senior pastors and the student in children's ministry. I believe the number one job of the senior pastor is to make sure that the student and children's ministries are adequately resourced. Um, I don't think it is a strong testimony to the church when the youth group has to do a bake sale and a car wash to go on a mission trip Um, because we don't make the senior adult group do that. We don't sit them out in front of Walmart with boxes of donuts when they want to go to the mountains and pick apples. So I don't think we should do that to our youth group or our children's ministry. Making children's ministry do fundraisers so they can have stuff in the church. Because, listen, senior pastors, the money and resources are in your church to fund these ministries. You just got to have cast strong vision, hire the right people, or recruit the right volunteers. And I think that's the pastor's number one job. And once the pastor gets the right people in place, they fund the ministry um, they encourage the ministry, but they don't try to do the. I mean, I, I just get out of the way and let 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 the student pastor and let the children's pastor do what they've been hired to do. 
that's a good, that leads me into the next question. Uh, you mentioned right people, get the right people. So what should a senior leader look for uh, in the leaders of these ministries? All right, I'm going to say this, and it sounds intuitive, but it's surprising with the number of churches that I've seen and gotten to work with that it's not. Um, the first thing you should look for in someone working with students and children is somebody that actually loves students and children. I know churches that have youth pastors that don't like teenagers. Okay, that's going to go bad. That's like a vegetarian opening up a steakhouse. Like at some point, that just doesn't work, right? you got to have a children's pastor that loves children. If somebody that works with children are yelling at them all the time and telling them what brats they are, that children's ministry is not going to be successful. So that's the first thing I look for is people that love students, that love children. And the second thing I look for is somebody, a leader, somebody that can recruit volunteers, cast vision, and actually make things happen in those ministries. Those are the two um, qualities that just pop out to me right off the top of my head. That's good. Well, that kind of leads us to uh, our guests today. Uh, They're joining us because I think they exemplify both of those things. First, we'll start with Sherry. Uh, again, Sherry Duffy, who leads our Kid Spring ministry. Sherry, what are the primary goals for Kid Spring? Well, um, ultimately, I mean, Perry just already said it. It's very simple. We want kids to love church, and we want for them to learn about Jesus on their level, which is, you know, honestly, just simply in a way that they can understand. So it's very simple. What are some ways you lead your teams to accomplish those goals? Um, in Kid Spring, we have five core values that we use as a baseline for everything that we do in Kid Spring. These five values are the goals that we look to celebrate and evaluate as we go into a Sunday and define our success. Um, for lack of a better acronym, they spell out the word SCARF, which is, you know, an acronym that's not really relatable to Kid Spring. We're not worship leaders, whatever. Yeah, we could put a SCARF on but, Iggy, though. Yeah. Right, we could. We totally could. put a SCARF on Iggy. Iggy's um, our Kid Spring kind of a mascot. He is our mascot. I didn't mean to interrupt, And we could do that. No, that's cool. We should do that for this staff. We could. I love um, it. You know, for the more spiritual people, we like to use the um, passage in John 6 that talks about the little boy who brought his lunch to Jesus, and he happened to bring, you know, a lunch full of five loaves, um, all the carbs. Um, so those five values are there um, also. Um, and the two fish kind of represent the two questions that Perry talked about, which is our defining success. But our five values are, when you spell them out in the acronym, are safety, which we know is really important to parents, um, creative Bible teaching, um, age appropriateness, relationships, and fun. So um, those are the ways that we just know that we're winning in Kids Spring when we have those five values present. And we know we're winning when we answer those. Our kids can answer those two questions. And that's all underneath the overlining vision of Jesus on our level. Hey, you should come to the conference just to find out more about SCARF. <laughs> that's right. Legitimately. I mean, you should you should legitimately. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, well, I knew that, but like, I like hearing her talk about that. That's so much it's fun. It's a little embarrassing. It's but not it embarrassing. Works. We're putting a scarf it on how you Iggy. Remember things. Hey, I love how you did that thing with the two fish and the five loaves. I see what you did there. Yay, that was real good. Yeah, that was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think that I got the idea from you. Thank uh, you, no, I'm sure I got that idea from you. <laughs> uh, hey, Sherry, what are a couple of key things a children's ministry leader must keep in mind as they work to create a great ministry for kids? Well, I think ultimately, you know, Sundays have got to be fun, not only for the kids, so obviously fun's a value and Perry spoke to it, but Sundays have to be fun for the volunteers. So, um, you know, I go into a Sunday, I'm excited about it, but I'm going to be studying 
the kids and the volunteers, the people who I want to see having fun, I want to make sure they're having fun. Mm. So I watch their responses to, you know, the activities that we provide, the programming, um, you know, everything that we evaluate, the success, I evaluate success of a Sunday on the smiles that I see on their faces. Um, another thing that, you know, I think is very important is to provide an experience for volunteers that makes them the best recruiters for your team. Um, you know, obviously giving them time together to get to know each other, definitely asking their opinions about things helps us to know that the ideas that we're doing are working or the things that we're doing need to be changed. Um, you know, I want volunteers in Kids Spring to sit down with kids and have every tool they need to feel like rock stars, for lack of better words. Um, I want them that when they're in front of the audience, the kids that are leading, they have everything provided for them so that they can carry out a lesson that is going to be excellent and fun for them as well. And the last thing is just, I think, just to make sure that you know your vision and values are clear and that you're evaluating the wins and the opportunities to improve everything. Um, and it all comes back to that same vision and values because it just gets clearer and better the more you evaluate the more that you tweak and the more that you kind of hone in on what your ministry is all about. That's good stuff. Also with us again is Brad Cooper. He uh, leads our family ministries area, which includes kids uh, and students. Uh, but Brad, let me ask you this. What are the primary goals for Fuse? Uh, yeah, man. I, one, honored to be here. But two, I just want to go ahead and say you're going to hear a lot of uh, reiteration of vision because I think it's it's kind of pointing that, man, all of this flows from our senior leadership down. And so our primary goals in our student ministry are the same that you're going to hear in the kids ministry, the same you're going to hear on a Sunday. But we want to put Jesus on the level of a student. And mm -hmm. so if we can put Jesus on the level of a student, we're going to preach every single week in our student services. But we're also going to provide relationships that that student can engage in with an older leader, small group specifically. And and we're also going to create an enjoyable environment where students know they can come, feel safe, feel comfortable, feel like they can engage, and it's not going to bore them to death. If we can do those three things, Jesus, small groups, and an enjoyable environment, think of a Venn diagram. That's the sweet spot. We're aiming for that, and, uh, and that's every week what we're trying to accomplish. That's really good. Both of you guys have mentioned environment, and I'll just ask Brad this. I mean, environment's more than just a space, right? What are some things that you look for to create a fun environment or a safe environment for a student in particular when they come in what are some key things you're looking to create sure so think about vantage points here obviously first thing uh, as Sherry mentioned it with parents you know you've got to in a minute in a, in a lot of ways engage mom and dad the, the thing they may only see is the outside of what you do because they may not be able to get inside and see the kids space and they might get inside to see the youth space so they need to see a great outside and so we want to provide security but we also want to provide clean you know it needs mm -hmm. to be clean think about the five senses it needs to feel safe it needs to smell good. These are all things that we want to accomplish, but then get creative and think about the ways that you're going to engage students. We want to create spaces that don't allow students to just be introverts and just kind of lock down themselves, but create relationships. So everything from dodgeball to sports, simple things, basketball, four square is something that we use in all of our creative spaces. It's a real simple way to throw some duct tape on the floor and get <laughs> volunteers involved with students laughing, having fun and getting to know each other. And so that's creative space. But then we do a lot of theming, uh, both in our kids ministry and in our student ministry, we're going to theme out whatever our series is and try to engage students, volunteers, making it a fun place to be, and just, again, allowing kids to be kids. And, go ahead. and let me say this. That, for the, for the person that's listening right now, because I know you're out there and I know you're listening, and you're looking at New Spring and you're going, oh, my gosh, well, I've had that size of church and that size of budget, I would do that. Um, we haven't always had this size of church, and we haven't always had that size of budget. Everything that Brad just said you can make happen. You can make happen on a smaller budget. You don't have to have you know 
thousands of dollars. But, you know, so I would just say for the person using, we don't have all the funding as an excuse. You can make all of that happen right there um, on the budget. And if you need more money for your budget, you should go to your senior pastor because I've already said it's his job to make That's sure right. you got the money. Get on them. Tell them I said that. Uh, the the other thing, Brad, just to follow, give you a chance, you also mentioned uh, relevant or Jesus on their level, creative teaching and uh, helping build relationships. What are some ways that uh, you lead the Fuse guys to, to create those each week? Yeah, sure. Well, you got to think, you know, in student world, we say this, out of sight, out of mind. And so it's not just engaging students when they come to your church, but how are you engaging students that aren't coming to your church? Uh, we put a high emphasis on being on the turf of a student. Getting into school lunches is something, if you follow us on the Twitter world, you'll hear us talking about. We want to engage sports teams. Uh, we want to engage kids in what they're doing at the school. And so we're pushing volunteers. We're pushing our student pastors to get to those places. you got to go through the gatekeepers, and every school district's different. But we really, again, right now in July, you're listening to this is the time to start planning your fall attack. Go ahead and begin meeting with administrators. Begin meeting with those people that are in charge of what you can and cannot do in your school systems. And we try to get a game plan going into the fall when kids are coming back and how we're going to be at games, how we're going to be at school lunches, and again, how we can engage students and really empower our our students, our kids that are already coming to our ministries, to be confident to invite their friends. When, when they see you at a school lunch, they see you at a sporting event, the natural question that follows is, hey, who is that person? And they can say, well, that's my student pastor. That's my small group leader and it gives them a natural invite to say well you should come along with me to Wednesday night or come along with me to whatever your gathering is and so we're trying to do a lot of that but then when it comes to the creative teaching we're going to hit them with the things that they're talking about we're asking their opinions of what they need to see in student world mm-hmm. uh, we're not just assuming that we know what students want to hear we're asking hey how can we make this more fun what would make it an easier way for you to invite your friends what was your favorite part of your experience tonight and if they're telling us that it sucked we actually ask that question Shane yep. we say, hey, what sucked about tonight? And we use that language because that's the language that they use. Yep. What did you hate? What could we get better on? And they will tell you. This generation is not scared to tell you what mm-hmm. sucked. And it's if you take them seriously and they're going, wow, they're listening to what I'm saying, that's it's going to empower and equip them to be confident that they can invite a friend and they know that they can trust your ministry. That's and, hey, so you good. might as well ask them because they're going to tweet about it and Facebook about <laughs> it when they leave. So if you ask them before they leave, I mean, you're going to get a lot of valuable information, and then they probably won't feel the need to go tweet or Facebook about it. Absolutely. One of our biggest wins a couple of years ago, we were asking some sports teams that were coming, hey, what did you think uh, was boring about tonight? We were assuming they were going to tell us the music. They actually said that was their favorite thing. They actually ended up turning it around and saying, we just didn't know this place existed. So I found out as a student pastor, I needed to equip my insider students to evangelize and get out there and and let their friends know and invite. And I didn't need to assume that the music we were playing wasn't something they enjoyed. Mm, That's good. Uh, And before I leave you, Brad, on on this area, I'm just curious, what uh, encouragement or challenge uh, would you give to anyone out there who's listening that leads a student ministry? Uh, one of the things that I think I, I've seen over the years in this is student pastors who are frustrated that they can't get their senior leadership on board with what they're doing. And I would just reiterate, it's not your student ministry. And I, I lovingly say that. That's a challenge. It's your senior pastor's uh, youth ministry, and you are giving the keys to steward it. And so what you've got to do is get the, the vision and the heart of your senior leader and run with that. And when you get the vision and the heart of your senior leader, you're going to get the support, you're going to get the resources, you're going to get all of those tangible things that you need and be equipped with. And I think that that's something that from day one, Pastor Perry and our senior leadership have said out loud, uh, and it's, uh, it's empowered 
empowered our children's ministry and our student pastors to run full tilt, knowing that they can do what they need to do to get ministry going, and they don't feel like they're having to fight an uphill battle. And so I just encourage any leader out there, hey, maybe you're one of the most refreshing emails your pastor could read or a, a refreshing conversation they could have is for you to lead out and say, how could I better serve the ministry of this church in our student world? What would you like to see, senior leader, in our student ministry or in our kids' ministry? And I think that's the challenge I'd love to point out. That's great. That's a great uh, encouragement challenge out there. Perry, let me ask you this. Uh, why did you want our church to put together a conference specifically dedicated to children's and student ministry? Well, you know, Shane, honestly, that's where I cut my teeth. I mean, I did, you know, youth and children's ministry for about eight and a half years before I became um, a, a pastor and we planted New Spring. And I just have a heart for it. I, I know how um, essential a healthy children's ministry and a healthy student ministry is to a healthy church. Um, if you don't have a healthy children's ministry, healthy student ministry, I don't care how great your theology is and how many small groups you have. You don't have a healthy church. You've got to have those two things. And so I want student ministries and children's ministries to be healthy. I want them to be on the same page. I want them to work together. I want them to work with the senior pastor, the senior pastor work with them, not against them. And, um, you know, we're, I say it all the time, we're not the perfect church. We absolutely have our faults like every church. But this is something that I feel like we're getting right. I feel like we're hitting the bullseye on this. I feel like we're seeing our children's and student ministry explode. Um, yesterday, we saw over 5,000 children at a New Spring campus live somewhere in the state. That's unbelievable. Um, at our event, Fuse Summer Kickoff, uh, in May, when students aren't supposed to be coming to church, we had how many students total, Brad? I don't want to get this number wrong. Oh, it was crazy. We saw you know well over 10,000 students show up, 11,000 students show up over three nights. And specifically out of that, individuals in, that came were over 7,000 individual students came to one of those three nights. And, we, and, and, th and this is the generation that we're told don't come to church. Yep. And they do come to church. And so I want to help churches and church leaders be more effective in reaching um, children and and students for for Jesus. I mean, and I think I think this conference is going to help put put some churches um, on a good path. On a good path. That's good. Um, Sherry and Brad, I'd like to ask each of you guys this question. Um, I'll start with you, Sherry. What are some of the things a ministry leader, a children's ministry leader, uh, can expect to learn or experience at this conference? Well, I feel like this is kind of the theme of this podcast, but, you know, anytime that you get away with your team, you're going to have fun. And I think sometimes we just don't make time for that. And so, you know, ultimately, that's just really what I hope that anyone who comes to the conference just experiences is that they're away from their team in a new environment and they're going to have fun. Um, for me, when I went to the very first conference that I attended, um, so much for me was seeing is believing if that's, you know, if there's truth in that. I definitely experienced it. Um, the first conference I went to was a conference at Willow Creek, and I got to see what large group looked like for a worship experience for preschoolers and I got to participate in it and man my just my mind got blown and you know I was able to just kind of come back because I had seen it I believe that I was going to be able to execute that in our ministry and of course it was in smaller steps that have grown and evolved as we've learned and grown and evolved but um, so much of what we want people to see um, and experience um, will be Kids spring when they come to the conference. We want you to be able to go back and, and take things that, you know, you would use 
Um, and you know, ultimately, I just love the thought of um, friendship and partnership taking place um, with churches from the community or around the world. Um, we do offer free materials in um, our Kidspring curriculum. It's nothing that we expect to be branded Kidspring as it goes out of here. We just want to be able to give people who are coming to the conference tools that they need to go back and try and tweak and implement and change what we do to make it fit their ministry. That's really good. Brad, what would you say uh, some uh, student ministry leaders could expect if they show up at this conference? Yeah, I'll just tag along with what Sherry said there. One, from a, just a friendship standpoint, we want unity in the church, and there's a lot that can be accomplished in the church when churches work together and they're pulling in the same direction. Uh, this is not a New Spring thing. It's a Jesus thing, and we want to empower other youth ministries, other children's ministries to do and reach uh, the kids and the students in their communities. And so I'm excited because the intentionality is going to be made available. Our heart is to connect. Our staff's heart is to connect and leverage and and whatever intentionally we can do to meet your needs, we're here to do that. And so uh, asking the questions that you want and getting the answers that you may need to go back and lead the ministry that you've been stewarding, we want to do that. Um, but outside of that, I would just say, again, the, the practical side of things. I mean, you're going to have the opportunity to ask questions that are specific to you. We're not going to try to uh, force feed or, or shove our culture down your throat. We're going to try to do everything we can to empower you to go back and, and steward what God's put in your hands well. So really looking forward to the conference. That's great. Sherry, let me ask you this. Uh, do you think this conference, re regardless of the size or scope of a particular ministry at a church, uh, when it comes to children's, obviously, uh, can this really help any team take their next step in improving their children's ministry? Well, the advantage point that we have that might not be, you know, everybody may not understand is that we have campuses that start up that are just, you know, maybe as small as 25 kids. But then obviously we talked about our Anderson campus, even this past Sunday, having almost 2000 kids. So from a scalability standpoint, we're always looking at ways that we can um, take something, a big idea, but make it simplified so that all of our teams across all of our campuses in different locations, portable, permanent, large, small, can still do ministry that's effective in creating environments that are fun for kids where they can learn about Jesus in a way they understand. So um, absolutely, you know, wanting, you know, everyone who comes to know that we, we've been there and we're still doing things that I feel like are much in line with what everyone experiences. And ultimately, you know, when you get out of your space and you get to a new space, it just either opens ideas for you to clarify the vision, like you may see something that we do that may not be in line with what you want to do. And so that's clarified for you. Hey, that's an idea that you don't want to do. Great. But you also may see, you know, that there's a new idea that you could take back and implement at your church. Um, and of course, as we know that there's nothing new under the sun, all the ideas that will be presented are things that, you know, we've either learned and gleaned from somewhere else, but we've just tweaked and made our own. So that's what we really hope will happen to you for people who come to our conference. Yeah, Brad, let me ask you the same question as we're winding this thing down. Uh, you know, Regardless of scope or scale of a student ministry, size of budget, that sort of thing, do you feel like any student ministry could benefit from being a part of this conference? Yeah, absolutely. I think, again, the, the, the main reason is because of what Sherry just said. Right now in New Spring World, we are starting up campuses, and they're, they're at startup conditions. They're load-in, load-out conditions. They're permanent conditions. Uh, right now we're dealing with, uh, you know, two of our lar uh, largest ministries uh, have just gone into a permanent place. We've got, you know, everything across the board. And so, again, hopefully it's going to be something you can glean. We also are trying to tackle this multi-site bear, and I think there's a lot of, you know, wisdom that we're going to be able to share in soundboard 
board and bounce off. And so if multi-site's your thing, uh, that's one of the things we're trying to tackle right now as well. And using technology to engage the culture, I think that's something that we're really fighting the fight and trying to embrace social media, embrace technology, em embrace video. Uh, and those are things that I think can go across the board and they're transferable principles. And so again, that's what we want to do. That's really great. Perry, I'd love to to ask you a couple things kind of winding this down. Number one, if there's anything you want to share with senior leaders that are listening to that and the importance that uh, what they could get if they came with their teams uh, to something like this. And then, of course, beyond that, anything you want to share uh, as we kind of wind today's uh, podcast down on, on why uh, you'd love to see, uh, you know, ministry leaders here, what you think we have to offer uh, coming up on October 24th. I think senior pastors should definitely come. Um, it's uh, it's something that I'm involved in. Um, it's something that um, I'm I'm going to get to speak about uh, student and children's ministry from the senior pastor's perspective. I mean, I think it's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be a challenging time. I think it's going to be an encouraging time. And like Sherry said, when a team travels together, um, they they have fun. They learn with each other. So, when is the last time, senior pastor, that you traveled? Um, with your children's ministry or your student ministry. Hey, bring in both of those teams, and it's 79 bucks. At the end of the day, that's cheap. The other thing that you need to know is when you get here, we're not going to try to sell you anything. We're not going to try to, um, if, especially if you're in children's ministry, we're trying to give you everything that we've produced. We're literally, there's no strings attached. You can actually go to unleash.cc and download it now it's all there it's all free um we're there's no you know download this but buy this we want to give it to you so 79 dollars um is actually really cheap and and the the value i think that you're going to take out of the conference is number one you're going to grow closer as a team and number two your vision is going to be clear yeah. for for your student and children's ministry whether we don't want you to adapt our vision to your church. We want you to have a vision, and we're just going to try our best to put tools and resources in your hands that have equipped us over the years. That's really great. Uh, and as we close out today, I want to thank Brad and Sherry for joining us. Uh, it's been cool. I've enjoyed uh, having you guys with us today. And also just remind everybody, the date on that conference, again, Unleash Your Children's and Student Ministry is October 24th of this year, 2013. The cost is $79. And, and check this, as of this recording, half the spots are full. We have a limited uh, size for this. We're going to have about 800 people. It's going to fill up. There's about 400 spots left. Uh, so you need to get on those uh, right away. And uh, anyway, so we'd love to see you at it. It's going to be great. Don't miss it.